Hey guys, welcome back to In This Space with me, your host, Taylor Nicole. I know it's been such a long, long time, and I'm just so glad to be back here with you guys. I'm so glad to be back here with you guys. If you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you're not new here, Thank you once again for tuning in for the second, third, fifth, tenth time. And thank you for taking out 15 minutes of your day to listen to me talk. Y'all, I don't normally plug any of my other episodes in because I just don't. But y'all, my first episode that was longer than 15 minutes was a few weeks ago and that one was about 35 minutes but I talk about my testimony and I talk about all kinds of convictions that I've had on my journey in Christ and if you need motivation or if you need somebody to tell you what this walk is like, like the real deal, not the sugar-coated version, then that episode is definitely for you. And I would encourage you to check it out because it's hard to be honest. And it's really hard to be honest on this walk, um, especially after you've come so far. But your testimony is is power and you have to share your story and your journey and your all the obstacles that you're facing because everybody is experiencing obstacles in this walk. Um, so what are we going to talk about today? Today, we are going to talk about how in the world can we gain confidence with the Lord? And this is something that I'm so passionate about because I feel like a lot of people have noticed that I'm much more confident now and I've noticed it in myself as well. And so we need to talk about it because I don't want this confidence to be something that I only have, only a characteristic that I have. One, because God is not only for me. God is for everybody else around here, all of us. And two, how he makes me feel in the characteristics that I receive through growing my relationship with him is something that everybody else deserves to have. And I think that if you need that in your life, let's work on it, you know? So that's what we're going to talk about today is how you can get confidence with the Lord because I don't want you going out and trying to seek it in other wrong places, okay? So what even is confidence? So confidence is really just really having like, let me, I'm trying to figure out how I would explain this. So when you have a worldly confidence, you are very, very not necessarily self-assured, but you're finding your assurance in the world and what the world stands for and 
materialistic things like you can have find your confidence in what you wear and you can find your confidence in who you identify as in the world so maybe you party maybe you drink or maybe you are a good like dancer or maybe you're you know maybe the list the music that you listen to the people that you know um i feel like that is one way to explain confidence i'm trying to figure out how to explain this word in a way that makes sense i guess it's a feeling that like you're just certain about something whether that be you know i guess i already mentioned it like self-assurance so godly confidence is completely different one you can find your confidence in yourself so yes you can have confidence in your own abilities you can have confidence in like i said the world but on the other end you can have confidence in god and who he is and all the gifts that he's blessed you with but everything that you have yourself is from god and so you have confidence that comes from god and you give your credit to him and that's the confidence that i gained so i did have worldly confidence um not a lot of it but i did have some areas that i was confident in um but godly confidence was something that i have gained while growing my relationship with christ um who i was before christ i was really shy i'm not gonna say i'm not shy now because not everybody has to be an extrovert and i feel like i'm an introvert extrovert but i was shy i was insecure about my body insecure about um just my goals in life and my purpose in life and i also just like i said had that worldly confidence and i was really a people pleaser and just so 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 tied down to like worrying about what other people thought of me and i'm not perfect so sometimes i still do it but not to the extent that i did before um i am so grateful that god with his power i delivered i was delivered from um those things because I don't know. I have never felt more secure in my life. Excuse me. I have never felt more secure in my life than with God. Um, and before we get into it, into everything, like I said last time, let's go ahead and pray before we get really, really started. So, Lord, I pray that you cover every single listener today lord i pray that you cover them and protect them and keep them lord because you know that anybody who is listening to the messages from me and that are inspired by your word will be attacked by the enemy because he does not want us to grow in our relationship with you lord and he doesn't want us to grow in our confidence, our godly confidence, and he doesn't want us to grow in our knowledge of who we are in Christ, Lord. And so I pray that you cover and protect every single listener today and 
I pray that this message allows them to grow in their confidence and that they can walk with the confidence that you have blessed them with, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So let me get into this. Um, really think about your identity in Christ. That was something that really, really, really grew my confidence. So the fact that I understand that I am loved by God, you are loved by God. And the fact that I understand now that I am forgiven. Yes, I have sinned and continue to sin, but I am forgiven in Christ Jesus and because of his blood, I don't experience what I could have experienced without Jesus, which was the payment for my sins. Jesus paid the ultimate price for our sins and the fact that Punishment for sin was death, but yet he paid it. And I didn't have to experience that myself. Makes me want to do better. Makes me want to do better. And I'm just, y'all, it's, it's so, 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 so crazy that we are just given so many different benefits in the kingdom. And I'm so extremely grateful. Um, the fact that, you know, we're also accepted, you know, you are accepted into the kingdom of Christ as you are. You don't have to cleanse yourselves and make yourself a certain way before you can come to Jesus the fact that we are able to come to him already like we are is such a blessing. And on top of that, y'all, I had to start recognizing that the enemy is an enemy of God. And therefore, when you become a child of God the enemy is your enemy as well but before you're become, before you're a child of God the enemy is after you he's after you and he wants to reign over you and we are slaves of the enemy before we come to Christ before we even know it and I had to recognize that a lot of the battles that I was facing was the enemy and not God and once you understand that and can distinguish between that you will know that God is for you. The enemy is against you. But with God, you can conquer anything. Like the word says, you are more than a conqueror because of God. And we have the armor of God where we can fight off the enemy. So these battles that we're facing that are not flesh and blood is something that we can conquer and that we can push through. But when you're not in Christ, you don't know what arsenal you have to fight with and so you're just losing it and it's insane and crazy and so now that i'm in christ i know 
what was going on and I see things differently. And that's given me a confidence as well. Um, of course, you know, guys, we have to talk about the word. The word itself is so important. And this, the word is the sword of the spirit. So it's definitely part of this armor that we can use. Um, but y'all, Romans 10, 9 through 10 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. One believes with the heart, resulting in righteousness, and one confesses with the mouth, resulting in salvation. That is something that I think gave me the confidence to know that because of like me having that confession and finally coming to a point where I felt like I believed in my heart, knowing that I would be saved and that because of Jesus, I would be saved. That just gives, gave me a lot of confidence. Um, and if you haven't confessed that Jesus is your Lord and Savior and that you haven't, you know, um, come to that point in your life, I would encourage you to do so. Um, because all of these benefits that I'm discussing only come to those who believe in Jesus Christ and who are, um, followers of him as well. Um, why do I keep saying, um, y'all? <laughs> so second Corinthians five through six, second Corinthians five, six through 10 says, so we are always confident and know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. In fact, we are confident and we would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. Therefore, we are at home or away. We make it our aim to be pleasing to him. For, me, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that we each may be repaid for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. So this is another point. We know that. <clears throat> while we are in our body, we are not with the Lord. Um, we would love to be with the Lord, you know, not in our bodies, but no matter where we are, we should be trying to aim to please him because one day we will appear before the judgment seat of Christ and we all will have to make an account of what we've done in our bodies and outside of our bodies, whether good or evil. And so that is what that is making a point of. And I think that is just key to know, like, what are we doing now and how we should really be considerate of our actions. And yes, we do mess up, but I think we should continue to try and strive for things that are eternal. And I think that this just showed me how I really should find eternal things important and how all this extra stuff is really not important. And all this extra stuff that was disappointing me or making me feel upset or unworthy is really not important. And so this scripture really just highlights to me that I want to focus on things that are pleasing to the Lord in this life. And 
Ecclesiastes 2.11 says, when I considered all that I had accomplished and what I had labored to achieve, I found everything to be futile in a pursuit of the wind. There was nothing to be gained under the sun. And in this scripture previously mentioned was um, just some areas that Solomon was kind of trying to just work for the things that he needed. So he obviously, he was um, building houses and planting vineyards. You know, he was really making a way for himself. He was constructing things. He was getting servants and he had so many um, livestock and gold and silver and treasures and all the things. But then at the end, he says, that, you know, he considered all that he had accomplished and like what he had to do to achieve those things. And he found it to be worthless. After all of that, he found it to be worthless. And there was nothing to be gained under the sun. And constantly you have to read Ecclesiastes, but he's really just talking about everything that is just futile and worthless. And I really think that that had helped me gain some confidence as well, knowing that like the things of this world don't mean as much as I'm giving them credit for. What matters is God, his kingdom, and what we do for his kingdom and how we continue his legacy on this earth. And yes, it's good to have nice things, but don't let that distract you from things that are eternal. Um, Another scripture says, therefore, we do not give up, even though our outer person is being destroyed, our inner person is being renewed day by day. For our momentary light affliction is producing for us an absolutely incomparable eternal weight of glory. So we do not focus on what is seen, but what on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Y'all. This, oh, sorry, this is 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. So keeping that in mind, you know, we do focus on what we can see, but think about it. Faith is, faith is what you cannot see, not on what you can see. Jesus is not here in the flesh, but we do have faith that he's coming back and we do have faith in his works that he's currently doing today in his spirit. And we have faith of his works that he's done in the past, but we cannot see him right now physically, like physically in the flesh, but we have to have faith that he is who he say he is, says he is. And think about this, like you see everything around you but these things are futile. These things are worthless. These things are temporary. But we put so much faith on these things that are not even, you know, they don't have as much value as we think. And yet we don't put so much faith on eternal things. That means so, so, so much more because it's hard for us as humans to grasp this concept that there's something greater. 
it's a hard concept to grasp and a lot a lot of people understand it and we constantly we try to remind ourselves like we have a home with god after this life we have try to we try to we try but it's it's something that we have to constantly remind ourselves of and so maybe you don't have confidence right now because you are so caught up with the busyness of life and having so many things like having a new car having a new house having a new apartment getting a new job climbing the career ladder busyness of life your kids are always busy y'all are always doing things and you know activities and schedules are booked and no free time and all of these things um but yet we're not focused on the eternal things and we let those things distract us from eternal things and i even think you know about just how a lot of people don't have a lot and a lot of people have so much and those people who don't have a lot could feel like no like they don't have any confidence because they think that you need to have a lot of things and the people who have a lot could have confidence, but they could have confidence in their money and trust in their wealth, which is something we're not supposed to do either. So it's just where we can find a healthy middle ground, a balance. That is where we want to be, that sweet spot for the Lord. <laughs> this is something that I really struggled with because I do over time want to have better things you know I want to get a new car I want to get a house eventually I want to have nicer things but in the process I have to acknowledge and recognize the blessings that I have and the things that I do have and just allow things to come in God's time and know that these things aren't as meaningful as I feel like they are and that might hurt your little heart <laughs> but a lot of times you know it's not something that we're going to understand right away but you can't lean on your own understanding you have to lean on God's understanding and when we go leave this life we're going to be looking at ourselves like why did I so why did I worry so much about that Roth IRA and why did I worry so much about generational wealth and savings? And why did I worry so much about that? And now God's asking me about all these things that I didn't do because I was so worried about making sure that we could save up enough money to have a million dollars so I could pass it down to my children. I've been there. I've been there. And so I just really want us to kind of reshape our thinking it's not something that's going to come right away it's not something that's going to happen overnight sometimes this can take years but just be reminded that when you find your confidence in the lord you will surpass everybody else with 
wisdom and with hope because we have a hope that nobody else has. And your confidence in God will never fail you. And your confidence in God is not worthless. It's not futile. It's not fleeting. Especially, y'all, don't even get me started. Because <laughs> I could keep going on and on and on and on and on and on. Just remind yourself that, just remind yourself a few things. Let's just wrap it up in a few points. Remind yourself of who you are in Christ. Remind yourself of what is coming from the enemy versus God. And remind yourself of who you are in Christ. And remind yourself of the futility of this world and the things that are temporary versus eternal. Those are concepts that we all have to constantly remind ourselves of daily and if you do that i am i'm so i have i'm honestly i can say this i am so sure that you will start to become more secure in who you are and i'm so so sure that you'll become more confident but thank you for tuning in and i hope you have a blessed blessed day mm -hmm.